This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Hi guys and a very Merry Christmas to you all. As always, before we go into this week's episode, we are going to really quickly run through the itinerary so you're very familiar with exactly what we're going to be discussing. So we were joined in the studio by a very special guest in Harry Pinero and we got to hear about his uh, backstory growing up. Um, we also were able to find out a bit about what he's been doing in his, in his career to date and his achievements up until now. We also quizzed him on his United team of the decade, given the fact that he's a Manchester United fan. And we also have a very special prize giveaway. So stay tuned. Merry Christmas. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to yet again another episode of the Beautiful Game podcast. As always, I'm your host, Butch, and I'm joined by my faithful two co-conspirators, Dot and Ditch. Now, we hope that you are enjoying the festive period. We want to wish all of you listeners a very Merry Christmas from the podcast TBG team. And before we go into our episode, what's going on, gents? I'm good, um, Budge, man. How are you? Merry Christmas to everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. How about you, Dej? Yeah, I'm doing very, very well. You know, pleasure to be here. Pleasure to have the guests that we've got on. And Merry, Merry Christmas to everyone listening in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, we we are joined by a very special guest. And funnily enough, you know, the, the, the kind of people that he's rubbing shoulders with does certainly make us feel very privileged to be rubbing shoulders <laughs> with him. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, he, he's a very, very special guest. You know, he, um, he's been flying the flag for, for Peckham since uh, Morley's was the best restaurant in Peckham. There's loads of uh, plush coffee shops and nightclubs and all that sort of stuff. You know, he's, uh, he's here, there and everywhere. You, you most definitely would have seen him on your on your timeline, you know, Queens Road to LA. Come on, you know? <laughs> come on. <laughs> he, he, he's been doing a lot of work. He's, his work rate's off the charts. He's been doing a lot of work with um, Foot Asylum, with Pro Direct Soccer. 
and all the rest of it. You know, in fact, just to name a few, uh, I know he's, he's, he's been doing work with loads of other uh, uh, companies and, and, and that kind of thing as well. It's HP, like the source. <laughs> Harry Pinero, welcome, 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 Thank you for having me. Thank you. Hi, by the way, I've been introed by a lot of people in my life. That was the best one ever. Wow. Okay. wow. I, take that, I take that. I take Everyone that. Everyone says that, you know. I take Bro, that. that intro was dumb. I was thinking, if I was a rapper, I'd need to cut that and put that on my <laughs> No, man, it's a pleasure like, to have Harry on. Of He's course. someone I've known for like 15, 16 years. Yeah. And to see his trajectory, man, it's inspiring. Oh, so thanks, big up, man. big up, yeah. man. Thank you, Dad. Shout out to you, Harry, man. Thank you for coming thanks down. Thanks for coming on, bro. We know you're, you're a busy guy. You know what I mean? We had to, to holler at your manager, you know, get the time in the diary. <laughs> <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. Hey, hey, no, 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 start that. They're just like, hey, come, come to the come, man. Okay, right. this, this is how we treat Man United supporters on the pod. Still. By the way, by the way, by the way, since we're talking about Man United, I hate the energy in the room right now. <laughs> I hate it. No, honestly, yeah, these men have been so, so, so smug. Like... <laughs> Yeah, the energy is definitely different, isn't it? Dej loves it. Yeah, yeah, Dej loves it. I've been enjoying Fam, when we were younger, Paige used to pulverise me. I was the worst one. I was golded, I was vilified for supporting (laughs) Liverpool. And now I'm just having fun with it. I used to think, why is Dej supporting Liverpool? (laughs) Then I met his dad and he made all the... And it made sense. Why do all the fathers support Liverpool? They're all glory hunters. They're all glory hunters. They're all glory hunters. It was either Liverpool or Arsenal you support. Yeah. You get me? Liverpool was, the, if not the yeah. greatest team. Yeah. Not just in the UK, in Europe. Because mm. they was dominating. So it was only right. And then John Barnes was part of them as oh, well. Of course. Yeah. I don't know That's, what's happening yeah. with him now. Yeah. 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 Still in it. Where's the T? <laughs> <laughs> He's in the second place, man. Seriously. But um, yeah, so it's like, I get it. Then obviously the 90s era, United yeah. Yeah. was the yeah. goal. So it's only right that Liverpool are in this position right now, man. They've, mm. they've They've suffered, man, big time. So um, yeah. it's been mad, man. It's good to see us back, but yeah, we move. Yeah, hundred percent, man, hundred percent. Now, um, there's so much that we want to talk about on on this episode, man. Um, but I think the, uh, of course, the best place always to start is is um, the beginning. Yeah. So Harry, take us back to. 15, 16 years ago, back in the day mm-hmm. with, 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 with Dej and whatnot. Like, how, where did it all begin, basically? So, basically, um, Dej lived on, like, the other side of um, our estate. Mm. So, we had an estate, uh, Master's Drive, Rider's Drive. Mm. So, he lived on the other side and um, a few of my other friends, we lived on the other side. So, we always kind of knew of each other. Yeah, like, yeah, we would yeah. see each other mm-hmm. going to school, mm. coming back from school on the Saturdays and the weekends. And we just, basically, we was, like, the only black guys on the estate. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just all just became brothers from then. Um, but our, our upbringing has always been like, we was never those youths from young that had all the money. Or mm-hmm. like, we yep. was, we was just basically had each other, fam. Yeah. Go and link yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Our parents would help us wherever we could help. And, and that was it. But we always just used to crack jokes mm-hmm. and play yes. football. Crack jokes, play football. That yeah, was, that yeah. was our thing. So I've just those summer up. holidays it yeah, felt like bro, forever like, innit forever yeah, bro like yeah. having three pound in your in your pocket was amazing yeah you get your chicken 100%. and chips or your ice cream yeah, yeah, yeah. you get me and, and that's what we come up come up from hey Ched was shameless he used to go chicken and chip shop after school yeah. burger sauce yeah, ketchup yeah. everything yeah 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 from young Dej has always been the one that would just tear over that chicken box tear it to shreds man. I remember like we used to have that sweet and sour chicken boy yeah, yeah, bro, the like, shop. that was went down that, that was our milk that yeah. was an elite milk yeah, yeah, you got yeah, what yeah. sweet and sour chicken balls as well I said they used to give you like 10 
I don't know how, how much it was. <laughs> but yeah, so it was a thing where we've always just been around each other. And, mm. and like, obviously the area we're from was pretty bad in terms of like the people that was surrounding areas, mm. whether it was Peckham or Kent Road. Obviously, I went to school in Camberwell. Yeah. Dedra went to school in Peckham. So mm. we was always towards that side of the the, the, um, the pond, if you want to call it. Mm. But yeah, man, we it was tough growing up like I've say about 16 plus yeah because then you get introduced to certain things and you're around certain people and it kind of just shapes you up yeah, yeah, yeah to be a certain way so like I feel like me being very aggressive and very like confident has come from mm. man's upbringing of it? course yeah, yeah, yeah and the school I went to I went to Michael Ramsey which was predominantly like <laughs> notorious notorious yeah, for whatever yeah, reason yeah. There was, I, I, them that will tell you I started going to that school as a comedian joker mm. and ended up leaving as a different person mm-hmm. due to the fact is that you have to adapt to whatever situation you get it. me um so, so yeah, like that that was literally the beginning mm. but I've always just been myself so I'd always be the joker in the batch wherever I was yeah, yeah, I had yeah. to always be serious as well so yeah, I was never yeah, a joker yeah. to people I didn't know mm-hmm. it was always within my brethren so yeah, when yeah. other people had saw me take this step out they're like raw like I never knew you was like that mm. but I've always been like that it's just um, where, 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 yeah, where we're yeah. from in it exactly but yeah I'd, yeah I'd never change where we grew up man because we we, we mm. saw some it stuff it helped mold you yeah man humbled man there's times where man's had to run. There's times where <laughs> yeah. man's had to stand man's ground. There's yeah, so much yeah, stuff yeah. that's happened. And it's like, I'll never change that because that's why I mm. am who I am right mm-hmm. now. And I've got a backbone for a reason mm. because I've had, it's been molded during where, when, when we was growing up. But um, yeah, man, it was amazing. Man. And, and obviously now let's, let's fast forward a few years. Now you've, you're obviously from a, 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 an African background. Yeah, where were you? Sierra? I was like, Kusha? Anyone? 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 So, so naturally, in a in an African home, yeah, a lot of African parents have very specific career paths you can go down. Mm-hmm. Either you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, you're an engineer, or what's the or you work in a bank or nurse or something like that. Yeah, one of those. Now, obviously. In fact, before I ask this question, I want to know what would you say? What's your job title? Do you do you have a job title? Have Are you a content He's creator? A you a, he can do I, everything. I, I, you, you I, I, could, yeah. I'd say I'm a personality. Okay. I'd say I'm a personality more than anything. Um, because I remember when I when I was like making my Instagram, I was thinking of um what to call myself, and it was like, do I call myself a host? Do I call myself a presenter? Mm. Do I call my uh, what do I call myself? Mm. And I remember a poet saying to me, "You're Harry Panera." Mm. That that's who you are that's your job you mm-hmm. are Harry Panera mm-hmm. yeah. so I, that, that's what I call myself a personality like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna like um, put myself in a bracket do you mm. know what I mean I even hated when I was, people was calling me influencer because mm. I'm proper not a flat tummy tea person yeah. I won't be putting <laughs> ad on my posts you know what I'm saying mm. but um, yeah so I don't even know what to call myself fine okay but th- th- that's that's actually perfect that fits into the the point so going back to the the the, the life and career choices for example that your your parents naturally would would have wanted you to have yeah. as I'm sure we can all uh, relate to yeah. so how 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 was it like managing that dynamic with them like when you would tell them that okay I'm I'm not going to be any of these basically yeah. you know of course, they're they're from a very different era. Yeah, so social media, the digital space, and the, and world and stuff is yeah. very very different yeah. to them. So like, how did you manage to like 
explain to them that, you know, your career path would be very different, essentially? It was a thing of, like, it was... So, I'll give you a little, like, context to it. I've done and started so many different things in my household that my mum and dad were probably fed up mm. with believing that I was going to do this. So, um, Dad will tell you, gone college. Mm-hmm. Probably gone to, like, four different colleges. Because um, I'll stop and start and be like, yeah, no, fuck, I don't want to do it no more. Then I want to do it. Mm. Then um, went to uni um, to study social work. When I was studying social work, I realised that this is probably what I need to do because I need to give back to the man then. Mm. Kind of thing. So mm. I went down that route, mm-hmm. psychology, studying that. Then um, I had a course which I was doing um, at the time on the side with my uni and I thought, this uni's trash. It's not actually going anywhere. Mm. It's It's... it's constitutional like so we're not able gonna be able to exercise our rights within this 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 organization i said you know let me leave got a job as working in as a youth worker Mm. in a prison so i was working at ellsbury prison for like a year how was that (coughs) it was um i think that's what probably tapped into my depression a lot okay Mm. was because i'm going there to help people Mm. i haven't even helped myself Mm. okay you know what i'm saying so i was i was looking a lot at a lot of the reasons why these young people are getting into crime so you look at what they're going in for mm. and you start to look at the fact that they've got mental health issues that haven't actually been assessed mm-hmm. so they just look like they're crazy but really and truly they're not there's a method to their so-called madness sorry, sorry like just as you said i just yeah. want to um make a point that like everyone's so quick to help yeah. other people yeah but how about helping yourself <laughs> yeah people don't spend time on themselves mm-hmm. and that's the thing i think like that's what i did um a lot during that time in it. So I was, I was going to this prison working five, six, seven hours a day, um, trying to help people. Mm. So having conversations with people. And the thing is, I'm going home, bro. You're not going home. That was affecting me a lot because mm. I'm building rapport with these people and I can't, um, help them. I remember the first time I had a, a meeting with one of the young kids in there and then I've gone, yeah, da, 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 da. I've been there before. You know, the guy said to me, bro, everyone's been there before, bro. Everyone says that they've been there before. You ain't done. And I remember just flaming him, just saying, bro, I'm 25 years of age, you know. Mm. I've been there, that's when I'm still here. I'm still able to go to my hood and you can't. So if you're going to listen to me, stay here. If not, leave the room. Mm-hmm. And from that read that, that day, he knew I wasn't playing. Mm. So then one day he came up to me while I was walking and, and he knocked on his door. Mm. cell and he was just like bro can I have a word with you so I got him to come out mm. when I sat in a room and he explained to me that today's the day of his um and of his, his brother's anniversary mm. so his brother got shot and then his brother his older brother avenged it mm-hmm. so he got his older brother got 30 years in jail wow damn man his brother's died then he got nicked so his mum's calling him to say oh, there's no one here everyone's in jail isn't it? Or, or dead and then he tried to string himself and kill himself. Mm, and then, wow. But they caught him while he done it. And then that stuff there started tapping into me. So I had to go and see a, a psychologist every two weeks um, while I was working there. And mm-hmm. Just to like relay what we're going through. Because every time I kept speaking to this lady, like it's like I was just realising, man, man's fucked as well. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going through it as well. And when yeah. you're growing up, like, there's a lot of unprocessed trauma. Unprocessed bro. Yeah. yeah, you don't speak getting to chased, about. Yeah, getting chased, getting chased. Yeah. Huh with nanks and yeah, it's like 30 yeah. man yeah. it's trauma getting, getting stabbed yourself mm. trauma yeah. getting like bro scars on my hand will show you bro been run over been stabbed all of that stuff and at that age as at well at that age like, early mm. age bro 20 to 18 there's no trauma for mm. that so when I'm going to go and help these people I'm realising that raw I still have to deal with my own stuff mm-hmm. you get it so then um, unfortunately at the time 
I got let I got let go because of um, I didn't declare that I had a criminal conviction at the time, mm-hmm. which I forgot I had because it had been so long. Mm-hmm. So then I ended up losing my job, and mm-hmm. I had left a prior job and uni mm-hmm. to pursue this this one mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Lost everything, and you can only imagine mm-hmm. how that made me feel at yeah. twenty five, yeah. yeah. where yeah, like, yeah. it looks like I'm going up. And then I've just all, all the way just gone down, down lost mm. kind of everything, can it? Like lost means to to live again, in it. In terms of like buying things or mm, to support yourself, to support mm. myself, mm-hmm. having to lean on my parents. They don't have it as much as they did before because they've got other things they need to mm, deal with. So yeah. that was like the the wake up call that I needed, and obviously it made me realize, raw, like I haven't processed my trauma. Friends that I had, close friends, like I was saying, uh, they're just for a brother and he's my other friend. We, we kind of clashed as well because mm. <clears throat> they're not understanding what's going on but I can't mm. explain to them mm. because pride and yeah, yeah. Of course. all of the other stuff in it ego ego mm. so I would be sitting in my, my room like contemplating how am I going to make peace and not doing nonsense like even went to start gambling and stuff it's like you lose focus of normality mm-hmm. and then I remember just one day being in the bookies and just looking at everyone thinking wow trashes in here and I'm mm. here so I don't even fit being here I don't even fit being here and it's like that's when I realised okay cool the only thing I can do right now is go up because I'm at the mm, bottom right yeah, now. Yeah. and I think going through everything I went through at that time was probably the reason why I'm here right now because I didn't probably take life seriously as much as I was mm. until it hit me and it was it's, just like mm. yeah we got no it's mad H because <laughs> trauma influences change yeah like there's ways you can change and suffering from experience like where you have that reality check and thinking that I can't do this anymore I need to change and eventually you do change and that's why you're sitting here now doing your thing man 100% I feel like that's that's Mm. um, part of the reason why like you said Mm. the trauma and the the realisation that bro if I don't get out of this situation mm-hmm. I'm going to be here forever yeah. mm. and I always knew like like I said I was saying to Dej Dej would be, be my um, a testament to it that I've always been the funny guy in the room mm. yeah. wherever you take yeah. me to yeah <laughs> like even if we're not supposed to be making jokes there I'm going to make jokes mm. there like we've gone they're, to they just told me for yeah someone's dad is having a serious conversation the man name can't look at me yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we just start laughing can't look at me fam can't like, and it's like uh, it's just mad that so so like for me it was just they, they, they're the they're the humbling beginnings of like me realizing that I had something in me and it couldn't mm. just be it couldn't just be me just being stressed it had to let me just try and use my jokes man that's yeah, one thing yeah. I know that I'm good at is making people laugh so mm. that was my thing innit? and that's the greatest commodity in life you know yeah. bringing joy to other people yeah. Yeah. that will always it will never run mm. out and you bring that in abundance bro. yeah and I think. That's the thing though, like, I hate silence. I hate being in a room and it's dead. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a type of guy that if it's dead in a room, even back in the day when I used to go on links and it was two men, I'd be the one that, I'll be the clown. Don't worry, guys. Yeah, yeah, you can count yeah, on me. Yeah, yeah, I'll be yeah, the clown. Yeah, yeah. And you get me? And showing up, bro, the, the things would just end up being on, man. Like, <laughs> it's just this yeah. guy's vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah exactly. It's cool. So it's like... Positive energy. Yeah, huh? man. So would you say that that point of being as low as you, you felt was the pivotal moment for you was that like was that the period where you where you you realized what you wanted to go and 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 do from that point on yeah i think because it's that like i said um i had no other option mm. either i was gonna go do road again which i said i don't want to do no more or mm. i'm gonna have to go work a dead-end job which really and truly i would not be happy doing because it's like bro as much as i don't care about social media yeah 
you see on social media stuff that people have and it's like not like I want that mm. but I want to be able to have that mm-hmm. or be able sorry be able to make that decision and say I want to go and get that and yeah. I wasn't in a position to do that I remember I was working um a, like a, a 9 to 5 and I remember getting like £7.40 an hour mm. and going out after I've worked 40 hours a week spending two bills and thinking Kai each drink <laughs> it's an hour did, yeah. it's an hour shift yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just wasting it down my throat like a joke man then I said yeah man I, this this can't be my life no man mm. this can't be and um, it was even humbling because at 26 no at 25 I went to go and work my first ever retail job mm. at 25 yeah People do that at the age of 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People do that college, at the age of college. Uni, yeah, yeah. I did that at 25 years of age. Yeah. And I know, because I probably would look at my brethren a bit mad if I saw him doing that at 25, mm. when I know that he's gone through so many different things. Mm. So I was there and it was humbling because man, them were looking at me, respecting the fact that, bro, you're actually going to work at co-op at 25. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. All the people that I'm working there with who are younger are only here for a short period of time yeah. because it's uni. I yeah. had no other job but that. So, yeah, it, it was just like, fam, humble. Yeah. Proper humbling me. That's why, mm. even with everything I have, it's not a boasty thing at all. It's not a showing off thing. Yeah. It's to show the people that look at me and think, rah, okay, cool. How did you do it? Well, let me show you. This is how I did it. Yeah. And I'm always going to give the people the game because mm-hmm. it's like, that's all I can give really yeah, and truly, yeah, fam. Yeah. So, yeah, man humbled very very much so by my my experiences of course yeah when i look at you man i just you can't help but be inspired bro i mean like we were back back in the day we're on the roads you know going through (laughs) basically we weren't doing nothing with our lives Mm. and to see how you've risen man i just i always nod my cap to you like when i see you on sky see you on adverts see you at the bet awards it's inspiring man even the sky thing yeah when i first got that email um it wasn't because they was reaching out to me. It was because Chunks and Philly had co-signed me. Mm-hmm. And I want people to understand that these guys are younger than me, don't know me personally, mm-hmm. but off what I put out there on social media, was able to give me an opportunity. Mm-hmm. So from Chunks and Philly giving me that Sky co-sign, they've, they've given me other co-signs, which mm-hmm. have helped me financially mm-hmm. and built my profile. So that's why those guys are amazing so when I did get the Sky thing and I first walked into that Sky building and I'm seeing the man present Sky Sports News in the morning mm. that was just like bro if I wanted to cry that's the time yeah, I should yeah, cry yeah, 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 yeah. do you know what I mean so it's like that's why I say that it's just you just gotta thank God all the time bro mm. because now it's just like what else can't I do mm-hmm. who's course. to say that I can't go and do anything I wanna do yeah yeah, like yeah who? of course cause every week I show you look something different well, every other month, I show you guys that, okay, cool, he's going to do that next. Mm. It's, it's even to the stage my brother's like, bro, I don't even message you congratulations anymore. <laughs> because it's yeah, like yeah, every other yeah, day. Yeah, like, I'm going to be doing the same, I mean? copy and paste the same message. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. even like the other day, like um, like with me, I messaged Stormzy, I was like, because he's, his tour is going to be crazy. Yeah, And yeah, I yeah. said, bro, God's working overtime with you. Like basking him. And he's just like, amen, bro. Like, mm. Amen. And, and it's like, we're just in that time period right now where like, you can just do it. Yeah. Mm. There, there's no, mm. just do it. Like, yeah. Don't even think about it. Go and do it, bro. Because mm. 
you're just going to keep wasting your time. And I think that's the reason why I've, I've been put in this position. Cause I just, and when I, I look at it as mm. well, like, I just think that everyone's positive energy is rubbing off on everyone. Mm. Like we know the boys at DLT, they're yeah. killing it. Yeah. F and K with the property, yeah, killing yeah. it. Yeah. You with this, killing it. Yeah. So it kind of rubs off onto us as well. Mm. Like we look at you guys and say, you know what? It's accessible. Mm-hmm. If 100%. they're doing it, mm. we can do it. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and yeah. And it's funny because um, obviously me and Dej have been best friends for probably what 15 16 years mm-hmm. and he said he had a convo with you and he, you were like saying that like no matter what i do no one's gonna work harder than me mm. and that stuck with this podcast mm. and that like shaped the vision of this mm. podcast and mm. i don't know you personally mm. h but i've known you through dej mm. for a long time mm. yeah, yeah. and when you said that i was like dej from this day on, no podcast mm-hmm. will work harder mm-hmm. than us. Yeah. Like, that's what we're trying to implement on yeah, a day-to-day yeah. basis, man. I think it has to be that because it's like, when I first started doing it, we had like, those people like Moda Comedian who I know very much, like very well. Michael Dapper, another one who I know very much. Um, and I looked to them and I was like, what stands out about mm-hmm. them apart from whatever's made them viral or whatever has made them very financially? You look at people like that you know, you look at people like Poet, who's been working ever since. It's like, they're here for a reason. Let's take away their talent. Mm. Their work ethic's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So I said to myself, I can't be in this industry and not work hard. It's impossible. That's it, man. And how I started is how I go on. Man, them always say to me, bro, you, fam, where are you going to be next week? And that's what I want it to be. I want you to recognise that you can't work harder than me. Mm. It's actually impossible. Because I will just create something to work. I'll, I'm, I'm trying to stay not only relevant, mm. but I'm trying to be like a goat in this thing. I don't mm. want to be known as the guy <laughs> that was it, just um, one another minute, one. Yeah. One minute, yeah. another one. Yeah. No, mm. Harry Pinero is the greatest at doing this. Mm. And in order to get there, you have to work hard. And that's one thing. You just don't... Because when you work hard, the results come to you. Mm. It's, it's true Simple because that. Mm. even like during the summer break for football, we were thinking, hmm, maybe take a break. Yeah. You know, there's no football to talk about. But that summer kind of shaped our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We started touching on layers that we've never touched on. And ever mm. since then, that's been our philosophy going forward. And yeah. it comes from that convo from you two, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, the thing is though, football's bigger than just football. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So football's more about, it's, it's now evolved into a thing where it's fashion. It's mm-hmm. it's a, a so lifestyle. Media. Yeah. There's a you look at like for example, I always say Afcon football is the worst football in the world for a simple reason. The way they play <laughs> is so jokes. Like <laughs> it's just sky in the ball from yeah, anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's our culture. Mm. That that's how when you you know when you're in school and then yeah. the African player walks in and he's yeah. just fucking <laughs> yeah 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 strong, <laughs> but he you get me and yeah. it's like that's our culture. We we can touch on so many different things. There's a culture in different types of football, mm. like Japanese football in comparison to American football, totally different. Mm. So there's always stuff to talk about, and I feel like even when there's time for you to break, that's for you to start planning mm. on what to do of next. Course. It's of like course. managers, bro. Managers don't rest. It's deeper than just mm. the season. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's about... You've got to stay one step ahead, Yeah, man. And, and that's that's what I feel like I, I've, I've adapted. And I feel like with you guys, from when I spoke to Dej, to where you guys are now, completely different place. Mm. I remember when I spoke to you in the embryonic stages. <laughs> I remember we had like a, a picture. That a logo. Picture. Can I just say, guys? I <laughs> can I just say, guys? The logo that these are had, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It was a mockery to the United Nations of women in football and everything. Bro, but it, that's why I said that. I remember saying to Dej, bro, like, start how you mean to go on. Mm. 
Because now look at look at how the podcast looks. Mm. Look at the branding. Look at the people that's associated to you. They will only associate themselves to something that is a representation of what they believe mm. in, or, or a mirror of who they are as of well. Mm. So you guys have done that perfectly. Mm. So it's just now building on that mm. and making sure that that's the the level that you guys are at. Mm. And same with myself. I remember the first logo that I had was a joke. I made it on my phone. Like, 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 absolute joke. It was it was like on, man, you're being lazy here. Mm. Then I just revamped everything and like now my brand doesn't even need a logo. Yeah. Because mm. it's, 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 for it's for itself. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. yeah, man. Do you remember your first video, like or your first piece of content that you put out? Yeah. Um so there was a video, yeah, that mm. I put out. And I don't know if everyone remembers it. It was the sn- sn- um, Stop Snitching. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the first video I put out <laughs> unintentionally. Yeah. So um, I came off Instagram. I was at uni at the time. So this was, I wasn't trying to blow or nothing mm-hmm. like that. So um, put it out now on my new Instagram, which I just made. Yeah. And um, it kind of went a bit viral, innit? So a lot of people were putting it on their pages. But because I was nobody at the time no one was adding me. So I'm just okay. bait. But no one knows who you are. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. bait, found out who it was me. <laughs> Don't know from nowhere. Yeah. And um, he said, oh, a lot of people are taking credibility for this video, but here's a real guy that done it. Okay. So I remember just literally, I'm in my lecture. At the time, I still had no- notifications on my mm. Instagram because no one was hitting me up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. And fam, I could just see my phone just going. You're like, what's going oh, on? Man. I thought virus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> went on my page and then I could see like so many different people so I put my, my thing on private mm. and I got like a thousand followers wow in the space of what half an hour crazy um, oh my and then I was like mm, okay cool the but then, then the media. thing is yeah, yeah what it was is that people was like why don't you do another one and I was just like you guys need to understand that was instinctive I didn't plan to do that mm. video I just actually posted it um, so yeah that was the first ever video I'd done and then after that I did some other videos, but they weren't they weren't banging. They were just dead. Mm. I didn't put them out there. Yeah, I'm a very yeah. big judge of my own videos, mm. and I know when something's dead. Didn't put that out there. And then, um, yeah, so that was the first video. That video got, like, millions of views. So, H, how, how did that make you feel? Because once you get such a successful viral moment, do you mm. feel, oh, I need to back that up? Or mm. do you feel under some sort of pressure? How do you, how do a, you feel? It was a, a mixture of both, because, yeah, I wanted to bang the video, mm. But I know that this video, it's like, how can I explain it? It's like putting out an amazing song which you didn't think was going to bang and it actually okay, banged. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like, you're going to put pressure on yourself to mm. replicate that when really and truly just have fun with it. You know what I'm saying? But then it's like, I knew that I didn't want to have fun with it. Yeah. I wanted to do it properly. So I just didn't put nothing out. Okay. Um, then, February last year, I remember like when I lost everything, I remember going to the gym done a video and I said this year I'm not playing no games mm-hmm. I can even show you that video after this year I ain't playing no games I'm mm. getting wham and I'm gonna do it <laughs> <laughs> so the getting wham stuff obviously didn't work. But, but I remember saying yeah that raw like yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go crazy on the videos and yeah that was that was it that was the moment last year February 2018 I didn't didn't mm. look back I just was not playing game. I even when I look back at how I was moving, yeah, relentless. You'd think I was possessed. Mm-hmm. You'd think I was actually like. You'd think those videos was actually gonna help pay my rent. Like that day when I when yeah, I uploaded, yeah, the way, yeah. they'll send the money to my account, and my that's how I was moving. But mm-hmm. yeah, because I kind of knew that I'm different from everyone else, and they'll catch on soon. Mm-hmm. Maybe not now, but they'll catch on. Yeah. 
H, yeah, another thing is obviously a byproduct of success is fame. Mm. So you're just a normal lad from Peckham. Mm. Like I've been on the phone to you sometimes and I hear people say, oh, Harry, Mm-mm. girls, Harry. <laughs> it's getting chaotic in yeah. the background. Mm-mm. So how do you process that fame? Because it's different. You're going places now. Yeah. You're being you're recognised. recognised. Yeah. I remember a few months ago, we went to that youth club in mm. West London. Yeah. And you could hear people, oh, that's Harry Pinero. Yeah, yeah. Harry, like you can mm. see people like noticing you. Yeah. So, so how has that changed you? The thing is, yeah, first year... Can you still I, go to Tesco? <laughs> depending on which Tesco it is. You get me? But, um, but the thing is, with me, yeah, it was um, like, at first I had imposter syndrome. So it's like, I didn't know that that's who I am. I am this person that mm-hmm. people are excited about. So it was like a bit like, bro, oh, this is mad. Like, yeah. Like, I remember walking with my brethren and then um, some girl and her boyfriend were walking past and her boyfriend's gone, babe, do you know who that is? <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> I'm just like, I act like I can't hear it, innit? Yeah. But I can hear it. So then I've turned around, yeah. And I've gone, you're right, Brad. He goes, bro, I need a picture. <laughs> <laughs> then, then, then he's got his girl to take a picture. He's been like, who's no, that? He goes, that. Then he's got, don't worry, babe, I'll show you. And it was just like, that was my first ever one. Then I remember walking up Peckham. And then the girl's going, oh my God. Oh my God. That's just a friend, isn't it? <laughs> but it's so magic. I'm recording the vid- I'm recording myself on Snapchat okay, okay, walking okay, up yeah. Peckham. Yeah. So that was my thing. I used yeah, to, do. I used to yeah, go to yeah. the gym and then record myself as I'm walking up Peckham. And then um, I'm recording. It's me, oh, it's me what? Celebrity in my hood? Yeah, all right, cool. Then I took a picture of them and whatnot. So them, that's when it started being mad. But then it was when your favourite rappers that you listen to mm. start reaching out to you and saying you're sick. I remember when D-Double followed me back, bro. Mm. Monumental moment, my fam. I'm sure you found everyone. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a key. Listen, brother, when he followed me back, and even between us lot, because this can't happen anymore, I'm sp- I was supposed to be in his video for the IKEA video that mm. he's just done. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. But, um, I'm gonna be filming, so I won't be able to do oh, it at the okay. time, which I'm so gutted about. But mm. just that stuff like that, when the people who you consider as your idols growing up came up on, yeah, that yeah. Wiley even followed, man. Like it was just that. Like, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it just starts simulating at a mad time together, innit? So, um, yeah, man, it was just... Them, them, they're the, the humble parts when, like, people start to hit you up and become a fan of your yeah. stuff. So, yeah, man. 100%. And obviously, like we said, you're 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 uh, a jack-of-all-trades, master of many trades. Like, you do a bit of everything. Mm. Um, and in terms of, like, video content and stuff, you've had the opportunity to interview mm. um, a load of different footballers. Obviously, yeah. you were down at Melwood not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw the, uh, the interview that you done with um, Young Philly with... Um, uh, Kieran Tierney, yeah, Lucas yeah. Moura, like that, Lucas, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? So when you're at Melwood as well, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. When I said Nino comes, yeah, you want to see Nino in his face? they love it, don't they? <laughs> so, so obviously you're a you're a United fan, yeah. Um, does that make it a bit more difficult when you go to a place like Millwood or another, like you're interviewing players from other clubs and stuff like that? Does it? it do you know what? I'll be totally honest with you, yeah. As much as I'm a deep, deep Man United fan, Dej will tell you, bro, mm-hmm. we've had the kits from when we was kids. <laughs> I had that Man United kit. I used to sport it until the Vodafone came off it. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. That's when it came off. So, but then when you're a football fan more than anything, mm-hmm. yeah, that goes out the window. Yeah, of course. So when I was at Melwood, it was just like, this is what I see. You know, like when it's Sky Sports News and there's a transfer and you see the guy standing right yeah. at Melwood. I was able to go inside and actually see everything. And it's a, amazing club like mm. you can even sense like the way they want it 
when I'm okay. making jokes about like are you guys gonna win the league, they're mm. not they're not laughing. Okay. They're proper like we've got a long way to go. Mm. Anything can happen and but they're very serious about yeah, what they do. Yeah, and yeah. to see everything behind closed doors and to see how they work. Mm. For me that was on a personal level, that was just Smart. top draw. Like I said, I met Klopp, met Mane, I saw Lalana, all of these players that are instrumental mm. in, in, in mm. Liverpool. And it's so crazy because um at the time um Lalana wasn't playing and then um, I said to him, it's me, you know you're actually a technically gifted player. Mm. Obviously, I'm sorry about your injuries. Next week, mm. he scores. So it's like, that, that's how... Against United. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot what game it was. Because I remember, um, when I, when I, funny thing is, you say about that, when I, like I said, I, how serious they are, mm. I tweeted when I left there, I was like, mm. oh, um, yeah, just left Melwood, we're fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You get me? I remember, but we ended up like, yeah. we ended up getting a draw with them, yeah. But yeah, I just feel like yeah, when you get to see stuff like that, you get to see. Uh, I interview Carl Walker's Peters. That's probably one of the most focused young men I've seen mm. in terms of okay. what he wants. Like mm-hmm. he's so so focused. Um, okay. Bissaka, I know Bissaka from obviously the fact that he's from Palace and whatnot. So a lot of the football players, I'm building relationships with them. I went to St George's Park, saw Greenwood and Foden. I mm-hmm. didn't take pictures with no one else but them two. Mm. Okay. Because I think them two are crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Stocks in them, yeah. Yeah, I think Foden mm. is going to be one of the best yeah, yeah. players mm. in the world. I, I like, like Greenwood a lot. I, I think Greenwood's mm. Van Persie Finishing vibes. Yeah, 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 I like got, Greenwood. He's, like, just, he's, he's got what it takes in terms of like your clinical aspect of a football player. Mm. Um, that exactly. stuff there has mm. been drummed into him probably from a young age. So, yeah, so like going back to what you said, mm. when you get to see that stuff there, it's it's about forget about the personal team mm. level it's more of a football fan level and I'm just bro it's crazy like, the people who I've met and, and, and I'm going to meet yeah 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 it's next level man and so in terms of the people that you've had a chance to interview so far mm. who for you was like the, your favourite interview like it was just um, maybe I'd had say the best was, balance of like jokes seriousness and whatnot. what was like your favourite we didn't actually interview um, Lucas Mora. What we done was we actually just played football golf with him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, we had conversations with him. But he was the most fun person that I've... Um, into- and Oxlade Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ox was... Um, first, as soon as he came to sit down next to me, I just rubbed his head. Hey, you <laughs> love Liverpool, <laughs> innit? <laughs> What's going on? Conspiracy. 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 But um, yeah. yeah, no, Ox was um, proper because uh, he's like the man them in a certain sense where yeah, like, yeah, yeah. he gets it yeah. so that the banter we're having isn't like read off the script banter yeah, it's, yeah. you get me yeah, pure yeah, banter, yeah, pure banter. Yeah, yeah. and he tests my touch as well and boy you already know about <laughs> um, yeah get me so it was just good yeah but um, yeah and Ox seems like one of those guys is relatable yeah, when you yeah. see the videos that he does for Liverpool you yeah, think yeah. yeah this guy he's cool like, he's good he's good like um, yeah Ox who else is good that I've interviewed um yeah, I think they're the best two, to be honest. Mm. Um, I'm interviewing Leno tomorrow. What about Sancho? I know you've got a friendly oh, relationship yeah. well, with him well, as Sancho's well. Well, not, it's not an a interview. That's like my guy. That's yeah. like little Big bro. Up Sancho. Yeah. But yeah. he's actually like gone, football-wise. Should have won the um, Golden Boy Award. Yeah, that's, mm. come on. That's a joke. Yeah. 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 We saw what he'd done when he came yeah. on for those little minutes at... Um, at the Camp Nou mm-hmm. and he was next level I, I generally yeah, feel yeah. like his trajectory as well is going to be stupid mm. um, but yeah Sancho he, he asked me to um, host his FIFA event as well which I did like yeah, um, yeah. After, after I brought my little brothers um, my little friend's brother with me as well just so we could see mm. 
Sancho C all the other players there was um, Ola Nina that, that the one that plays for Torino, Torino. yeah, yeah. Mm. I think he was there yeah I grew up with um, yeah. a few other young Arsenal players as well Saka mm. was there so mm. it was just good to see those young players mm. and I wanted to bring my man there as well because he kicks ball as well and just show okay. you that bro yeah they've got all of the stuff here but look they actually are you normal can, people yeah. expose them into yeah, their environment you know, yeah. surroundings and yeah, see what yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. as well and if you get your head down and work hard you could be in a similar yeah, yeah, situation yeah. 100% man and yeah so what's next for Sancho I know you're in that camp so there's rumours emanating that he might be going in January or the yeah. summer Exclusive so where do you think news. the most likely destination <laughs> I, for personally yeah I know he's a Chelsea fan isn't it mm-hmm. um, I heard Chelsea have no interest in it up, yeah apparently um, for whatever reason they don't mm-hmm. I don't really think they've got anyone that's on his level on that team I think, I think Caltech's good very good, mm-hmm. but Sancho has just proven himself as well. Mm. So it's not easy to play in Germany. I asked him because uh, I interviewed him quickly uh, with Trapstar, and I said to him, I was like, oh, You're taking a mick in that league. He goes, No, do you know what? I'm just actually having fun. He goes, That league is very technical. Mm. It's not easy to play the way I play, but it's just the fact of I'm having fun. So I think that's a good thing. But in terms mm. of where he's going to, I don't think he'll go back to City um, because they let him go. Liverpool don't need him right now because mm. I feel like that front three arguably is the best in Europe Yeah. Um, but then United it would work for him if we had a manager that knows how to manage football players <laughs> yeah. so yeah. I thought you were the biggest <laughs> champion of Oli when he got appointed though anyone would be though mm. Stevie Wonder hey, would I be. remember <laughs> we watched that game the yeah. PSG game and you were like you know what Oli yeah. has to get the yeah. job now yeah. do you know what so what's changed every manager that comes into a team <laughs> For example, look at Mourinho. Three wins on the trot. Mm. Yeah, even though he's been conceding quite a lot. Yeah. Three wins bats. on the trot. Mm. And it's a results business, isn't it? So as long as the manager's giving me results, I'm going to support him, mm. it? What I was blinded by was the fact that we never had <laughs> not one bit of... Um, there's there's no Pattern identity yeah. Yeah, 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 for United. Yeah. For years, Fergie's been that, that manager that, regardless of the players that we have, somehow would win. Mm. Somehow. We'd, we'd use the wingers. We'd use something. We don't have that at United right now. Mm. So once we got found out, it's you can see the percentage rate that's gone yeah, down yeah, yeah. dramatically. So for me, it was just like, but fans are just fickle. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you can believe because, you know, we're doing so well, but it's a mixture of the fact that the players are not the best, but at the same time, they don't have an identity. Mm. When you watch United, do you know how we play? It's, oh. it's simple. You look at Liverpool, Liverpool's just got a certain way of pressing. Mm. City have a certain way of, of playing. Even down to Leicester, Sheffield United, yeah, yeah, they yeah, have yeah. a certain philosophy, fire, yeah. like way of playing, and it's like even that. Look, beginning of the season, mm. I went to go watch the game at United uh, at Old Trafford. We won four nil. Mm. However, we didn't play well, mm. but because we won, goes over your head results business. Mm. But when things hit the fan and we're losing <laughs> yeah. to teams like Palace, we're losing to teams that are not on our level. It's, 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 Bro, it's a problem. I, I feel your pain as an Arsenal fan. Yeah. That's why I, I I couldn't wait to see the the back of Unai Emery because would, would it be- <laughs> <laughs> honestly it was yeah I, I mean exactly for the reasons that you just mentioned like no philosophy no clear style of of football and then what makes it worse is that you play things down like you make it seem as though oh it's it's all right you know we're gonna we're gonna find a solution no like stop telling me dreams like yeah, yeah. Th- yeah. address the issue you know and and I get you because you see with Arsenal yeah like we thought it was Wenger's problem mm-hmm. it really isn't mm. like Wenger Steeper was one of the best managers Arsenal's ever going to have now mm. some of the decisions he made were a bit you of get course, me and of course. sometimes you have to face mm-hmm. face the music sometimes but 
I think with both of our clubs, it's bigger than just the managers. Mm. It's it's a board thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I always yeah, say yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, it's like, and that's why I don't publicly go at Oli anymore. Okay, because okay, uh, yeah, I've yeah. realised that it's not really his fault. Like, um, yes, we sold Lukaku. Well, we didn't we didn't replace him. Mm. Is that his fault to not find someone, or was the board not backing the mm. people who he wanted? Yeah, but hey, surely on the pitch you must see something. When you watch Man United, do you see like a style of no, play? No, there's. Like, I look, see you, you watching tweets yeah. all the time. You see depressed. my tweets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going through mental breakdown. Like, <laughs> like sometimes, yeah, like you see with football, you never know how serious football is until it messes up your one your your week. Yeah, like, bro. Honestly, my Saturday, bro. You're angry. I'm angry. I'm snapping you know what I mean and it's like when you watch other teams that were below you rise like for example Liverpool have always kind of been in our shadow no matter how many times they win a Champions League mm. the fact that they never won a Premier League <laughs> will always yeah, you're always yeah. my young bucks you get always but the simple fact that they're going to win it this season mm. I, I don't see anyone taking that away from them yeah. is a testament of them actually going from plan a whatever it is, filtering until yeah. they find the right plan. Hundred percent. Look how much managers they've had. Mm. Like it hates me to, to speak highly about Liverpool, <laughs> but facts is facts, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've had Roy Hodgson. They've had um, Kenny Dalglish. Mm. They've had Rafa Benitez again. Brendan Rodgers. Brendan Rodgers as well. Like who are they? All you know, good reputable managers, but it just didn't work for mm, them. Mm. So they've had to go through that and then build with Klopp mm. and believe in Klopp. And mm-hmm. the structure behind Klopp. Klopp knows, yeah. See, see, I wouldn't know that deep. Obviously, because mm. you guys are Liverpool fans, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, more mm-hmm. more than me. But what I see as as a business-wise, they've always known what to do. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the fact that Klopp has come with a philosophy that was working in Dortmund, mm. it's just that Bayern Munich's team was just second to none. He's now adopted something crazy for Liverpool, where mm. they've actually been in two finals and won one of them it's crazy and Actually, only yeah. lost the, the Premier League to one point mm-hmm. which actually goes down to them losing to City mm, further yeah, on in the yeah, season yeah. so for me I feel like as any fan would be you'd be envious of a, a team that has a structure from top yeah, to bottom yeah. that yeah. works you see Liverpool's young G's that yeah. are coming through mm. That, that's what pains rival fans more yeah. than anything if I'm being honest it's just that they've done things the right way yeah and they're pay, it's paying dividends. But the thing is, though, like like I said, you're you're an Arsenal fan, and and it was before it was Man United and Arsenal. Mm. Then it became Man United and Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Then it became Man United, Chelsea, and City. Mm. Now it's just City, yep. Chelsea, and Liverpool. That's it. Don't you think it's City and Liverpool? I think Chelsea will always be that team that mm. will be in and around the title. Mm. They're they're not a team that's going to go down. Like hundred percent. I just agree. got something about them where, like, if you look at it, they've won the most Premier Leagues in the last ten years. Yeah. 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 Um, and they're going to take over in terms of like being a top team soon. Mm, with, like, Mount, Abraham, with Mount, mm-hmm. Abraham, Pulisic. Pulisic. I just like, Yeah, and, and, and they're coming, in it? And I think they're doing what Liverpool done is believing in the system and the process, isn't it? Whereas because Man United is such a big club and we've got so much money, our thing is we want it results. Quick. Mm. And I'm sorry, it just doesn't work that, mm. like that no more. You look at Liverpool, uh, sorry, Liverpool, Barcelona. If not for Messi... There is problems. Saving the skin. Yeah, yeah, there'll be yeah. problems in it, and it's like they need to start as well, building from the ground up again. Because otherwise, you get lost. Like money, everyone's got money, but who's got actual systems that work? Mm. Sheffield United, bro. Mm. Another one. Would you, if you, if I told you that Sheffield United would be playing the way they're playing mm. and effectively getting results, you'd laugh at me. But it just shows that when the, the system, system, the Premier League is not like how it was back mm. in the day, yeah. and I feel like that's what Man United haven't realised yet, mm. and Arsenal haven't realised yet. 
So, so don't you think Oli can get it right though with the right backing? He's had a transfer window, brought in Wan Bissaka, Maguire. Yeah. Don't you think he deserves another one or two transfer windows? I don't, see I don't think right we should set, we should sack him. Um, hmm. I think if you've ever seen me tweet about that stuff, that's just me being angry. Yeah. <laughs> but, but but as a nah, as a disclaimer, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean. But when I look when I look at the the grand scheme of things, I look at um, Oli and I think. His heart's in the right place. Mm-hmm. He supports Manchester United. He's a big Man United legend. But has he got the dressing room? Has he got the backing that he needs from the board? What style of football does Oli actually play? And those are questions that make me doubt if it's going to work for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's mm-hmm. like, I look at each manager in the Premier League and I see you have a style of football. Mm-hmm. It looks like your board is backing you. Mm-hmm. The, the manager who I really wanted was Eddie Howe. Because for mm. me personally, Bournemouth play beautiful football. Mm. It's just a thing where they're not the team that everyone's going to look at because of where they are and the stadium mm. and the players mm. they have. But I feel like if you can do a job like that in the Premier League with that team and play good football, not mm. just get to a final once and then mm-hmm. you can do your, you can do the damn thing. Mm. And I feel like we can give him time, but the board, are they going to continue misbehaving like this? Mm. Yeah, so, of course. Time will tell. Now, yeah, of course. Now, obviously, we're coming to the end of the year, mm. but at the same time, we're coming to the end of a decade, which yeah. is like a big, been a big, uh, big talking point uh, yeah. of late. Yeah. Um, and so, basically, re- relating this back to to, to United, obviously, um, we've seen a lot of pundits do this uh, recently when they've been talking about teams of the decade and whatnot. Yeah. What we wanted to ask you, Harry, is if you could name your Manchester United team of the decade. Mm. Who would be in that starting eleven? What formation would you would you, would would you have um, in in that so setup? Team of the well? decade would be from two thousand nine, right? Ten, I'd say Van der Sar would have to be my keeper. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. the re- and the reason why I say over De Gea is because in their primes, De Gea was amazing shot stopper crazy keeper mm. arguably if not one of the greatest mm-hmm. keep, uh, keepers but you see Van der Sar Champions Leagues mm-hmm. he was there vital for us mm. during those big games that we needed so for me I'd put him there mm-hmm. um, Evra left back yep. I think yeah. Evra was one of it. the best left backs yeah. in the Premier League Vidic Ferdi mm-hmm. yep. um, best partnership for me personally that I've seen in the Premier League mm-hmm. um, right back It'd have to be Gary Neville, but I don't know when he retired. Yeah, I think yeah, I think he retired before the before that. Yeah. Uh, um, so you've got Raphael or Valencia, Ashley Young. <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? Yeah? I know Nino's trying to punch, but, so I'm, I'm I'm gonna allow that one to go through. But I would say, for the simple fact that he's been there for quite a long time, Valencia. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'd have to say Skulls and Carrick. Mm-hmm. As, yeah, our, our, yeah. as our midfield I think them two together was their unsung heroes mm. Carrick's such a, a smooth football yeah, player amazing player yeah. amazing. One of underrated, my underrated. Yeah. His, brain, his brain was next level and mm-hmm. then Skulls for me that's my favourite ever player okay. um, yeah we used to call Hoods Black you know, Skulls yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just worked on one thing which was my passing um, but yeah Paul Skulls arguably the best player in the Premier League in terms of midfield like, as a midfield player then so yeah, I'd go four two. Hmm. Yeah, I'll go four four two. So I'll mm-hmm. put Ronaldo, uh, mm. Cristiano Ronaldo. Did he leave in oh nine or yeah. when? That's oh nine. Okay, oh, let's go. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go. 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 Let's go.
I put Nanny. Mm. Um, Nanny, another one as well. Looked a bit like stop starty because yeah. of his, um, the way he was, but amazing player for us mm. as well. I feel like even up to the fact that he's left us, we haven't actually had any players that have been exciting like him. Mm-hmm. Maybe his inconsistency sometimes was the problem, but mm. as an explosive player, I think he was, mm. was great for us. And then Rooney and Tevez. I think for me, Rooney is... No Van Persie. Yeah. The thing is, you see with Van Persie, Van Persie was with us for two years. One year, per, like really, we won the league with him. But Tevez, that, that trio of Tevez, Rooney and Ronaldo, mm. so frightening. Mm. Um, so for me, yeah, I'd put Tevez and Rooney. Rooney, world class. Like mm-hmm. what he's done from when he came at 16 to when he left United yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, can't go unnoticed mm, record goal scorer as well legend, for England, legend thing United. of legend man um, so yeah that would be my team cool man honourable mentions for you know Ibrahimovic as well Mata yeah. even Pogba might have a shout imagine him in a you know team of a decade with that quality you know what able to produce, you see so. Pogba yeah I feel so sorry for him because I don't think there's a better player in the Premier League than him on his day like we, we've seen it, what he does for Juventus. We've seen what mm. he's done for France. One um, the the World Cup. Mm. It's just one of those things that he's not playing in a team that is warranting him, to, warranting us to actually see the best quality that he has. So for that reason, he can't even get put in that place. And it's mm. not his fault. He's an amazing player. It's just that United is not playing well. I went to go and watch the, like I said, I watched the Chelsea United game at Old Trafford, and there's times where he's on the ball. He knows what to do. Mm. There's no runs being made. Yeah. Mm. The fans are then starting to say, pass, pass. He's thinking, bro, I've got this under control. Mm. But you guys ain't making the right runs to me. Yeah. So I'm having <clears throat> to do these simple, simple passes, which makes it look like I'm dilly-dallying on the yeah. ball. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I wouldn't put him in that one. I've got a random question for you, Harry. Um, and this basically comes from the fact that there's been a lot of um, comparisons drawn between um, Pogba and, and KDB, yeah. right? So if they, there was a role reversal and Pogba played in City's team, mm-hmm. do you think he would have an equal or similar level of influence as uh, KDB does for City? You'd ha- it'd have to be that. I feel like you can't bring Pogba into your team for him to be second fiddle in that mm, midfield. Mm. He's too big of a player. Mm. Um, KDB, what KDB does for, for Man City is phenomenal. Mm. We saw yesterday, um, especially. Like, mm. how, like, with him, he's just got it. Like, he's he's got it. Whereas Pogba's got it too. It's just that he's not in a system, a team that a system mm. allows him to do. But then if you look at what he does for France, he has freedom. Mm. You see where he how he was for Juventus. Mm-hmm. He had so much freedom because mm. he has that quality. He around has that him. quality that to the fact that we actually play him as a, a CDM mm. when he should be an attacking midfielder. Yeah, that's that just joke. shows how yeah, good he is. Yeah. Could you play yeah. Kevin De Bruyne as a CDM and make him stay there? He wouldn't allow himself to stay there because mm. he's that type of player. So mm. it's debatable. Yeah. But for me, I just think Pogba is 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 different quality. Yeah. When we see the passes and the shots and the stuff that Pogba does, players don't do that normally. For me personally, like, and and for me, I just think, yeah, Pogba's next level. Cool. All right. Fair play. So we're going to quickly now go into um, listeners' questions. Um, I know we, we we put out a tweet and asked for people to um, respond and, and, and get their questions in. Mm. So I think we've got a couple. I think, Dej, you're going you're gonna to take it away. So please. Wait, Dej, can I just quickly be a bit cheeky? Yeah. Um, there's a myth going about H. Um, mm-hmm. 
can you dispel it, please? You like to talk like you're really, really good on FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> and I think Dej, Dej used to tell me that he used to rip you to pieces on FIFA. See, can you, you see can Dej, you confirm yeah. this? Let me, let, me, let me tell you how this went. Dej will tell you, when I was the, like really took FIFA seriously, there was nobody on this planet that could... Yeah, but hey, I heard your excuse was, <laughs> you take this game too seriously, no, man. No, no. This is not listen, real listen life. To this, listen, listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this, yeah. So... When I was playing FIFA and, and I used to play Dej, I used to wipe him. There was one oh season, yeah. God. There was one season. Hey, there was, man, there was one season. On no, no. There was one season, yeah, where we used to play Xbox a lot. Mm. And I can't lie, Dej was, that was his year. Okay. I can't remember okay. what year it was, okay, okay. but he used to absolutely rip man. Yeah. But it was very close. So it would be like, say I'd, he'd win five games, I'd win three. If, if no, we're going to put it... I'm not having that. Be eight, eight, two. <laughs> eight, two. You know what? If yeah. I still have my Xbox, yeah? If I still have my you Xbox... check the record. I'll check the record. And Dej would probably be winning, yeah? But you know when we ended, when we stopped playing, mm. I started catching you. But then obviously you had already gone. Like, you know, the... the, mm. the It was two man. Yeah, yeah, so if yeah, it was going to yeah, go yeah. from 50 games, okay. Dej would won. He would won, like, he'd won, like 35. Mm. I'd win like 20. Yeah. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that's it, 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 would, okay. it, it would be like yeah, that. But that's someone that was a bang out. I'm not... Talking about like, I was looking banged yeah. out. Like, hey, I remember when I used to beat you, and oh man, you take this game too seriously. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not life anyway. But, but not, you know, it's yeah. when, when you're losing and you know you're good and you, you're, you're facing you someone who's better than you. Yeah, the excuse has to come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have to come out. But now, like, you've seen me online, mm-hmm. young and he was there live. You saw what I do. Oh, I, I, I don't lose. <laughs> so like, for me, yeah, there's nobody that can go online that says they've got a better record than me. It's impossible. Check my, check my FIFA. Check the stats. Check the stats. Check the stats, bro. Like, I, I put it on my socials. I play man live. <laughs> Crumbling, sweating. I'm like, bro, relax. Take it easy. <laughs> sweating. I see things dripping. You know what I mean? All Who right. plays Xbox now anyway? <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to the um, listener question. So we've got Idoka. Yeah. I mean, she's the queen of the unbearables. I'm not sure if you've seen on Twitter <laughs> from Gold Diggers. Okay, yeah, yeah big them yeah, up, man. Yeah. And, yeah. and Bubbles as well. They yeah. fly the banner for Liverpool. So she's asking, how much does Liverpool's success right now pain you? I need a descriptive reply <laughs> to explain it word for word in detail. Do you know what, yeah? It's um, one of those things that, you know, when you're waiting for your cousin to come to the party and they mm. finally come. Mm. So I've been waiting for Liverpool to be here in this position. So they're taking their time. <laughs> so, so they're here now. But very good answer. That's a clever answer. But do you know what it is though? Yeah, I feel like Liverpool deserve it in the most maddest way. They actually deserve it because I like to see when a team actually realizes that whatever was working for them isn't, mm. and they've changed everything, and this is the, the fruits of whatever they they've, they've laboured. So. It, it hurts a lot because I've always been one of the guys that would be like, bro, you've never won a Premier League, done. Yeah. Leave it. I don't want to talk to you. You've mm. never won a Premier League. The fact that they're going to win a Premier League and it looks like they're going to win it pains me because I have no leg to stand yeah, on now. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't know if I can say it's 20 times, 20 times. <laughs> yeah, that's what I have to say right now. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's hard, but as a football fan, they deserve it. Like, mm-hmm. There's there's no there's no hiding from that. And you've, as, as you've said, sorry, you've been in the inner sanctum of that Liverpool Melwood. Yeah, yeah. So is there a sense of like a feeling that this club are doing yeah. something special? They're not saying that they're going to win the league. They're, they're not saying they're going to mm-hmm. win the league, but you can sense how serious they're taking it mm-hmm. just by the fact of everyone's focused on training. They As soon as they finish international break, they want to come back. Mm-hmm. Because I think like, I went there when um, 
the international break was just ending and I think Salah had made his way already back Sane um, Sane sorry Mane had already made his way back Lalana obviously no one wants him for England but um, they, they was all they was all at Melbourne didn't it so and, and like even Klopp like when I asked him I was like yeah you're going to win the league he goes no 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 but he's smiling when he's saying it so it's like they know they know, they know that they're very close and it's like even Pep said it the other day um, you want to swap trophies mm, oh yeah I saw that at yeah, the LMA yeah, yeah. event he's saying yeah. he wants to um, swap trophies so it's, it, that's not a joke it's real they mm. really yeah, want yeah, that Champions really, League yeah, and yeah, Liverpool really that. want the, yeah, the yeah, league yeah. so yeah man so this is a question from our resident Spanish correspondent Ishmael TMT yeah. he said how long will it take for United to be back finishing at least at the top four is Oli the right man for the job I know you touched on this a little bit earlier yeah. but just a quick you know yeah I think it's going to take years um, as much as like we, we like have the finances to do it I always say it's deeper than just the finances. It's more about the structure of our team and how we play football. Um, unless Oli can implement a way of playing football before next season, I don't see anything changing. Mm. I think it's going to be like this for a very long time. We've tried all the money thing. We bought Falcao, we bought Di Maria, we've bought so many good players. Mm -hmm. They haven't been able to play in mm. the, the, the system that United so so to speak have so until that changes I don't think there's going to be any any difference mm -hmm. I feel like what Liverpool done was got a very good manager and built around that mm -hmm. same with Man City even though they've got mad money they've got Pep mm. which is one of the best managers ever so we don't have that luxury and I feel like this is brand new for Oli like he's always been struggling to be mm. honest but as a manager but at United more lights are on you innit yeah, so of I just feel like big boots to fill yeah it's, it's, it's a tough one but I don't think he's a man for the job right now. But that doesn't to say he can't change. Mm. I just feel like he's not been given the right support from the board. Mm. And until that changes, he's just always going to be in position like this, yeah. Cool. Dej, you want to go? No, you can go. You can. Um, the next one, very quickly. Um, this one's from N1 Santana. Now. Now, you know now as well. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Ask him who the top five at Mirwal was. Uh, <laughs> Mirwal, all right, cool. Um tough one because we had players that came from Peckham as well that would come don't to don't need to mention well. Dej don't worry no, but you know what? <laughs> I will say though with Dej yeah, me and Dej we um, got a crazy relationship on the pitch oh, yeah. Gerard Torres oh, yeah. nine, it all was over. mad it was mad like, we went to a session one time yeah, and we absolutely disgraced them embarrassed <laughs> them man. embarrassed them they were saying to us oh we prefer they said so you remind me of Patrick Vieira <laughs> so but anyway um I, I say Mustafa Cario when he, he, most, he was yeah. an amazing player. Mm -hmm. um, oh, dreads. Ah, oh, Daniel Johnson. Daniel, Daniel, Daniel Johnson. Jo yeah, I played against him before. Yeah, yeah. He was that Villa player. Yeah. 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 Top player. Mm. Top, top player. Um, Cameroon. Cam. Michael Kamara. No, Cam, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Cam. from Bermondsey. Yeah. 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 yeah, he was oh, like... Yeah, he was mad. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, very, very skillful. He plays right now for um, Rocker. Yeah, at the moment. But mm. he was like JJ Acotra when he was younger. Like, <laughs> yeah. feet, yeah. left foot, right foot, skills. Um, he was sick. Um, it's a bit difficult because there's so many different players, but I just don't remember, like, who was, like, top, top. Mm. Um, what about Dej from Enz as well? Is that Charles oh, Dej? how can yeah. I forget? Yeah. Yes, 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 yeah. yes definitely. Mm. Def Dej, yeah, was, like, skill. You know, like, getting the ball off him was a flipping yeah, task yeah, 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 that yeah. he's always been. He's going to embarrass someone when and he And you know ball. what, yeah? I'd say, Jamel, when we was younger, 
Jamel Hudson, uh, he doesn't play anymore, but he was like someone that I thought if you actually tried to play football, seriously, you would have made it. Like mm, he was okay. another one, left foot, right foot from young. It's very skillful, but I don't know, just didn't mm. push it. So now if you're asking if you was involved, then I'm sorry now. It wasn't you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like finally as well, like you've had a massive, massive year. You've picked up several accolades, BET yeah. Awards, mm. you know, hosting Murky Fest. Mm. So what's been your highlight of the of the year, would you say? Do you know what? Um, it hasn't actually been anything I've done. It's more being able to provide for my family now. Big up, man. Um, yeah, man. Okay, because man. like I said, I've, I've kind of put them through a lot when I was younger and whatnot, like being on the road. Mm-hmm that kind of disappointing them getting nicked all of that like a lot of hardship a lot yeah. of hardship like yeah. I was getting nicked like bruv every month or something something mm. stupid like to the stage where when you hit 17 you don't have to tell your parents anymore so it was like that kind of stuff so mm. being able to like be a token of what they've seeded into this world and actually mm. being able to provide that's that's my biggest accolade so far because that's why I kind of started it because I was mm. like going through whatever that's my happiness right now mm. because more of these things are going to still keep coming I'm going to have course. more things um, that's happening I think for me it's just being paid to be myself mm. was probably the biggest thing for me because um, being in this industry and not being able to be yourself is hard because you will never ever have a sense of identity mm. so I know wherever I go in this world on in this industry people are going to know HP for me being who I am in it but um, yeah but if I was going to pick one specific one it would probably be Murky Fest yeah. for the simple fact of that was mental, bro. Like, yeah, I'm hosting that yeah. stuff yeah. and I felt like a rapper on stage. <laughs> I remember, like, like bro, I, I realised what rappers do see when they're on stage. Like, yeah. I remember the, the DJ Scaps, my good friend, um, he came to my house the week before we went Murky. So what we done was we planned the whole set we was going to do. Mm-hmm. So then I remember Options was the biggest song at yeah, the time, yeah. innit? So um, I remember saying to him, when we drop this options bit, yeah, it's going off. I'm going to do a little something before that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to my I've got scaps, cut it. I look on, I look at the um, balcony, you got like everyone you could possibly think of, Fredo, Georgia Smith, the whole scene, Huss, yeah, 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 DB, yeah, yeah. everyone's there. Me and V are there, so I've gone, guys, there's one thing Harry doesn't run out of, and that's options. As soon as he dropped that, dun dun, hey, the place went mad. And I was like, and then she yeah. don't know that's my song now. Yeah, you get yeah, me. Yeah. So it's just like being in that place where it's like greatness. All the great artists are there, yeah. and I'm hosting that. And um, yeah, being part of that, that was just like, yeah, highlight, big highlight of my year because it was like the the emotion of being in a scene and being there, and finally I'm part of this mm. amazing scene that we've got. That that was my. That's what made me realize. Okay, I'm I'm in there. I'm in the game right now. Of course. Quality. So like moving on as well. Like, so what's your plans yeah. for 2020? I'm sure um, you've got some big ones. I spoke to you the other week. You said you were recording as well. So I know there's a lot of new projects coming out as well. Yeah. So basically, um, exclusively, I've, I've been filming a pilot with the BBC for a show. Um, my own actual show. Sick. Um, so mm. we've just done episode one. Thank you, bro. Mm. We've just done episode one gonna wrap it up next week and um hopefully that gets commissioned but i've been hit up by so many different like production companies mm. um to go on tv but um i've got a certain route which i want to go with and that's why i'm working with the bbc at the moment mm. um but yeah acting 
more shows we're going to do more bag it up with artists mm-hmm. more football stuff that's never going to really stop yeah. mm-hmm. um, and then more events as well I'm going to put out some more events because I realised that when I host people's events they're lit I thought mm-hmm. why not do it myself yeah yeah. Um, so we're in the process of creating parties as well like, it will be support yeah so I've started doing some merch um, yeah. we are winning merch guys I got you guys anyway next yeah, time yeah, I'll see yeah, you guys yeah. I got you lot um, so I'm going to start doing that more I'm gonna seriously I'm going to need some for the Liverpool parade as well <laughs> no, we, no, we, no, no way no way, no way, no way. what I'll do is I'll, I'll stitch I'll stitch in the back Liverpool or what you get me you haven't seen that one but um, yeah so like just literally just putting things into more perspective um in the long run, I want to have my own production company. So mm. we keep that money generating within and ourselves as well. Because mm. I realise Tyler Perry stars. Yeah, mm. when you go to these places, um, you have a production company alongside for whatever TV channel it is. Mm. I'm thinking to myself, why can't I bring that to mm-hmm. the table already? So that's kind of what we're, we're working on right now. That There's so much stuff that I'm probably working on right now that when you see it happening, you're going to be like, this guy wasn't playing. Mm. He said he's mm. going to do it. And literally just creating a dynasty so that my brethren can start eating as well. From from what I'm doing as well, because I did say to everyone, like, look at what I'm doing and see what you possibly feel like you can add to it. And let's sit down and talk about how we can do it as well. Because there is money Mm. there. But what we're doing right now is only me and my manager. And it's Mm. a lot of work for him as well. But we just want people to see what I'm doing and see how can I help you Yeah. how yeah. can I add some value to you and once you have that there yeah. for me bro let's, let's go grow. And it's all about enriching mm. other yeah, people man. because like yeah. I said to you my, my, my bag is secured anyway mm. I'm, Harry Panera is always going to be able to find something to mm. do okay. but it's about my other friends who don't obviously have that understanding of how to break into this this new Space. realm yeah. or whatever and, and just giving them that the heads up to say bro just, just keep going bro like, yeah. follow what I'm doing and maybe one day it will hit and then when it's ready, just go, man. Of course, so, of Paige course. as well, like any advice to any, you know, upcoming artists that want to mm. break into the similar, mm. you know, type of stuff you've been doing, what advice would you give them? It's it's literally like, you number one, and let's just be 100, you have to actually be good at what you do. Yeah. I'm, I'm not here giving people advice who are, who are crap at what they do, and mm-hmm. that's, that's not my job here. But mm-hmm. if you know you have a passion and it's something that you can't stop thinking about, and it's like, you've loved it from the beginning why not try and make some sort of money from it mm-hmm. because it won't feel like a job when you actually love doing what you do mm. like for example you guys are here when you first started no money into it and probably not going to see it until a few years but because you love football it's not going to feel like a job that's what it was for me it was mm-hmm. like who doesn't like laughing who it's the number one joy in the world yeah, number one joy you laugh when a baby's happy they laugh <laughs> everything it's, yeah, just, it's yeah. just joy so I feel like I found a niche which I love doing and actually excelled in it so it's just literally about the hard work the team that you have to keep around you has to be very very secure mm. whether it's family whether it's like people you've known from however long because mm. they will always be real with you like my friends like uh, um, Kaz and Femme they'll tell you bro they're the most honest people they'll tell me that mm. that's dead we don't mm. like that <laughs> and it's like mm. we need that because that keeps you humble as mm. well God you have to pray bro yeah. like whether or not you don't believe in God there's a higher being whether mm. it's of God course. whether it's Allah whatever, mm. whatever you mm. believe in get close to him because I, I, when I got close to God it's when my life changed because it was like True. I realised that there's someone else that's rooting for me mm. more than anything innit and number one, the final thing I'll say is you cannot care what people say. 
Mm. Like, you got to understand, yeah? I'm a guy who's 26 years of age that started doing videos jumping off staircases. You'd think that man is mad. There was a method to my madness. And that, yeah, and, and that method it. is now plain to see that it's worked yeah. and this is what it is. Especially in a social forum, man. You know, yeah. you're subject yeah. to trolls and people that are going to yeah, yeah. say I, anything. I, I, so how do you deal with that as well? Because that's another thing. A lot of people in the public eye, mm. they get stressed, they go into depression. How, yeah. how do you manage that, you because know, vitriol that comes my, online? My, my happiness hasn't stemmed from money. Mm-hmm. hasn't stemmed from being accepted by people mm-hmm. it stemmed from my brethren's are proud my mum's proud my, my dad's proud my sister's proud like that's where it stemmed from mm-hmm. so it's like I can't get depressed if you don't follow me no more mm-hmm. or I don't care about numbers and mm-hmm. like that no more or, or like I used to in the beginning like, I used to care about how much likes or views I get but now I don't care mm-hmm. because there's a small minority of people whether it's small or big that fuck with my, what I'm mm-hmm. doing so, and those are the people that you have to focus your energy that's mm-hmm. who I care about so mm-hmm. it's like I could easily just be that guy that's just like, oh man, why ain't my man following me? Or why ain't this person doing that? But who mm. cares in mm. the grand scheme of things? When that invoice clears, bro, that's what I care about. When that invoice clears, who cares if I didn't get invited to your party, bro? Like, the money's in my account. That's what I care about. Mm. So it's like, trolls and stuff are people that don't have anything positive to say. Mm. And, I'll be damned if you ever see someone come at me on Instagram and I, and I mention anything in tweets or anything mm. like that. I'm the type of person that when we see each other, we'll have that conversation. But I'm not going to give you that 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 limelight for what? It doesn't make any, it doesn't really, it doesn't make no sense. But. Of course, of course. And and finally, just to wrap things up, obviously it's the, it's the festive period. Mm. So it's a time where all of us like to have downtime, chill, yeah. eat and sleep a lot. Mm. Now, obviously I know coming from a, a Syrian household, oh, yes. you have cassava leaf. <laughs> oh, that's have, on deck. Uh, <laughs> that's on deck. You know yeah, 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 that's so, on deck. So what's your like favourite meal when it comes to Christmas time what's your favourite yeah. drink your favourite mm. chocolate or whatever your dessert like what's what's the, the, the like, favourite set you know, I like roast beef yeah, okay yeah <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. Roast okay, beef. so roast beef is basically like soya it's basically <laughs> yeah, like soya yeah, yeah, yeah. I love having that um, I'm a typical like obviously I don't celebrate Christmas but because mm. um, my parents came here during a time where there was like 25 or whatnot, mm. they've adopted the yeah, whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So man will have a Christmas dinner like mm. anyone else would, mm. innit? Mm-hmm. So I like the traditional stuffing and all of that other stuff. But mm. you see when there's jollof rice there, there's chicken, there's cassava leaf. Oh, man. There's, 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 <laughs> there's, there's, there's wow. yam. Wow. We're salivating plantain. right now. Yeah, there's, there's plantain, not plantain, plantain. <laughs> yeah. like, what about bro, your favourite drink at Christmas? Go, like, see, when you see Super Malt, yeah? That's when you know it's That's when you know it's a serious yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm on chill like, as well, Super Malt on chill. I was just like, listen. <laughs> when you see it sweating. <laughs> when it's sweating, yeah? That's when you know it's serious, bro. So I'm just like a mixture of... Um, different foods man but mm. now of late I've liked um, I go to like my friend's house because they've got like a massive family so I go there they have champagne breakfast bro <laughs> champagne and orange juice you know these rich rich black you get me so yeah I, I, I like how Christmas obviously it builds brings everyone together that's, awesome. Awesome. that's awesome. one thing that I love about Christmas is that you know everyone's together family and friends mm. it's basically just a little get me start to the new year mm. early start to the new year so that's what I love man yeah 100% man I think 
looking at the time. I'm looking at, at Dot. He's, he's, he's pointing to his watch. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cloppage time. time. <laughs> Cloppage time. Oh, is that what we're calling it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you guys are pathetic. <laughs> you guys are pathetic. <laughs> you know, this is how you show they've always wanted to be, man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you get me, Fergie's Cloppage yeah, time. Yeah. I like that's Cloppage the thing, time. That's, yeah, the yeah. that's a nice time, time <laughs> So, unfortunately, the, the time's escaped us. And we're going to have to call it, uh, call it a day and, and wrap up now. Harry, man, big oh, up yourself, man. Thank, like, you, man. thank, thank you for coming man. down. I appreciate it's, this, man. Yeah, it's been yeah, time yeah. in the coming. A hundred percent. You find time and, you know, your schedule to come down for us means a lot, man. Nah, bro, I, I was always meaning to come here anyway. It's obviously scheduling has just been crazy, mm, yeah. but it's a good thing. I feel like I've come when you guys have actually found your, Perfect your niche yeah. and, and it's like, you're very, very serious. The trajectory, mm. even when I saw you guys at the awards, <laughs> that made me feel happy. It's just like, yes, you're getting accepted mm. into these places before you know it. They're going to be cutting you down, guys. So um, it's just about literally um, keeping your foot on the gas, man. Literally, man. Thank you, man. So next time I come here, it'll be in a studio in Heathrow or something. Addison Lee coming to get me. Harry, what would you like? Tim Biscuits. I love all of that. Yeah, 100%. We're your number one fans. That's it, man. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. It's going to be a big year for you and us as well, man. All I will say is, though, if we sneak into top four this year, you're just shameless. Sneak <laughs> <laughs> into the top four. It's long for that. <laughs> no, a nice one, hate Yeah, no, nice of course, one, man. man. Listeners, thank you very much for listening up until this point in time. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Once again, we're going to say a uh, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to all of you. Um, as always, uh, help us to continue to grow the platform. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at podcast underscore TBG. As we always say, you can consume our content on all different platforms. So we're across Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave a five-star review. It does really, really go a long way to helping build the brand and, and, and the platform. Um, so help us to do that. Um, before we go as well we, and, and we sign up we just need to all plug our individual um, uh, Twitter handles as well who wants to kick things off um, LFC Nino I'm Dej underscore TBG I'm at Budge the Guna and I'm Harry Panero, aka H3 Light of Sauce <laughs> <laughs> I think we can leave it there no, no more needs to be said over and out Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 